Hi there, astrology lover. It's Amanda here, founder and CEO of Astrology Hub. And I am so excited to let you know that we have officially opened the doors to our flagship membership program, The Inner Circle. The Inner Circle community is the heartbeat of Astrology Hub. For over five years, we've been gathering moon cycle after moon cycle to tune into the cosmic energies and learn how to deepen our astrology practice and transform our lives for the better. Each month, the inner circle is guided by a new astrologer teacher who leads instructional new and full moon forecasts, teaches a mastery class on astrological technique, and is available for our members to ask them questions directly. Not to mention so many amazing bonuses like cosmic updates sent directly to your phone, live new moon intention setting ceremonies, and 20% discounts on all Astrology Hub courses, workshops, and reports. We have some very special astrologers lined up for 2022, including Achuta Bhava, Stormy Grace, Adam Summer, Gary Caton, Michael Bryan, Christopher Enstrom, and more. Don't miss out on joining a private community of thousands of like-minded astrology students. We only open two times per year. Just go to astrologyhub.com slash innercircle22 to learn from the masters and transform your life in the process. That's astrologyhub.com slash innercircle22. I can't wait to welcome you inside. Hi there and welcome. This is Amanda, the founder of Astrology Hub, and you're listening to our week ahead snapshot with world-class astrologer, historian, and author of The Cosmic Calendar, Christopher Renstrom. This show is designed to give you a quick overview of the week ahead, enabling you the gift of choice in how you navigate and weave these energies into your daily life. Enjoy. Hello, my name is Christopher Renstrom, and I'm your weekly horoscope columnist here on Astrology Hub. And this week, I wanted to talk to you about Venus turning retrograde on December 17th. Now, Venus retrogrades are rather infamous. They're kind of like the uh, telenovelas of astrology. This is a period of time that's associated with things like lies and betrayal and backstabbing and breakups, you know, along the lines of Alexis and Crystal going at one another with their purses and flinging themselves into a fountain, fighting it out to the end. So basically, Venus retrogrades are pretty much famous for catfights, bitchy moments, and mean girls, people doing things behind your back that are rather nasty and nefarious. Now, Venus retrograde, there's much more to the retrograde of this planet than one would gather when first looking at it. Venus's job in astrology is to tie people together, all right? She's the planet that brings one person into the life of another person. Maybe they make a relationship out of it. Maybe they make a business partnership out of it. Uh, maybe it's a very strong um, and, and supportive friendship. But Venus's job in astrology is to attract. It's to attract people into your life who are like-minded and have a similar view of things that, that, that you do. Okay, so Venus's whole job is to get you out of yourself and into someone else. So that's the sort of idea that I want you to sort of keep in mind as we talk about Venus turning retrograde uh, in, this, in this episode. Now, when Venus turns retrograde, this is basically a period of time in which she is working in reverse 
to those harmonizing or those romantic energies. You know, hence her reputation for catfights and betrayals and lies and deception and all these sorts of uh, things. But what it really is, is that it's the untying of the ties that bind. That's what takes place during a period of time when Venus is turned retrograde. It is the untying of ties that bind. And when you have the untying of ties that bind, you have the untying of truces, you have the untying of treaties, you have the untying of pledges, agreements, betrothals. So this is why it's so famous for breakups or, or for uh, deep splits that can, that can never be reconciled. So it is a period of time to sort of be wary. Um, not all retrogrades are this nefarious, uh, potentially, but a Venus retrograde can very much be, be, be like that. Because again, her job is to hold people together. And so if it's the glue that's come undone, uh, then, then people are not being held together or being uh, uh, believable at, at, at their word. Venus retrograde also uh, in a natal chart and during a period of time like this, attracts Venus normally, okay, is attracts what you like. It's the planet of what I like. Okay. So Venus being the planet of the law of attraction will attract into your life, the things that you like, that you like. So when Venus is retrograde or moving in reverse direction, uh, she's bringing into your life, all those things you don't like. All right. And so that can be things like um, unwanted attention or unholy bores, but she can actually take on a darker tone. She can actually make you, and I've seen this in a number of charts, she can actually make you when retrograde, um, a victim of bullying, uh, um, of, of, of persecution, of, of being a target for hostility. Uh, that can happen a lot when Venus turns retrograde. And that's something that um, I very much want you to keep your eye on during this period of time that she's retrograde. Uh, if you feel all of a sudden that things are taking on a very hostile um, air or the environment is getting increasingly toxic, uh, this could be, as I said, in your romantic relationship, it could also be at work. It can also be with your neighbors. Venus rules relationships, all relationships that are outside the family. Okay, so anyone who is not related to you by blood falls under the influence of Venus. Uh, that's to compare and contrast to the moon, which is the planet that rules over the family or people who are related to you by blood. Okay, so the moon rules over your family ties and Venus rules over your social ties. And they can be romantic, they can be neighbors, or they could be business. Um, so when Venus turns retrograde, she can make you the uh, target of bullying. And that's something that, as I said, you wanna keep your eye on. But if for instance, you are uh, feeling like a target of bullying or, or, or persecution during this period of time, the trick to working with Venus retrograde, whether you have it natally or whether it's impacting you by transit, um, the trick to working with Venus retrograde is to not and I will repeat, to not retreat into yourself, all right? The worst thing you can do with a Venus retrograde is to retreat into yourself, all right? Is to, is to, is to back away and retreat into yourself. Venus is by nature a social planet. So even if you, you're a loner, even if you felt like a loner all of your life and that, um, and, and, and that you've always been by yourself, there are millions of loners out there 
in the world like you. All right. So, so, so there are people that you can contact on social media or a, a, a helpline if, if things are really uh, quite drastic. Um, so there are always people there. So the worst thing to do during a Venus retrograde is to return to yourself. Um, and what you want to do to counteract that energy is to reach out uh, to people and and hopefully to uh, people who are in who are in similar situations to yourself uh, who can be uh, helpful uh, with whatever it is that you're facing um, or people who have been through what you're currently going through right now. Now, of course, when Venus comes out of retrograde, which will be on January 29th, then you know, then then she's working in harmony with herself, and she's bringing about relationships and things like that, and 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 relations improve. All right, but there's an extra added component uh, to this Venus retrograde. Uh, what makes this Venus retrograde even more? retrograde uh, for lack of a better way of putting it, or more uh, touchy, more delicate, uh, is because just prior to uh, Venus turning retrograde in Capricorn, she conjoined the planet Pluto on December 11th. So, so Venus turns retrograde on December 17th, but on December 11th, she already passed under the rays of Pluto. And when that happens, it's almost like sort of uh, an impression has been made on the planetary energy. You know, just before Venus uh, comes to a stop and starts to turn retrograde, she the the most powerful planetary influence really there was was Pluto, which impresses on her. Okay, and so this brings in a more Plutonian type of of flavor to what I'm talking about. Uh, and so, of course, whenever we're talking about Pluto, we're talking about things that are under the surface things that are hidden, things that are not seen, things that can be potentially nefarious, all right? I have seen a lot of times in the work that I've done over the years, uh, Pluto-Venus uh, contacts being what I call the Faustian bargains. Uh, they're the de deal that you make with the devil to get something that you want. Now that doesn't mean you're gonna be meeting with the devil and like working out a contract negotiation or anything like that, not at all. But what it does mean is that you may be put into these situations that are diabolical, okay? These situations that are predicaments that really prey upon your conscience. Is this the right thing for me to be doing or not? So Venus may set up a situation, oh, let's take something which is pretty much classic Venus, uh, a love affair, okay? So, so let's say you're in a relationship and you're, and, and you're drawn into a love affair. And maybe this love affair is there because uh, the person just looks hot. Okay, or maybe the love affair is there because you're not getting out of your relationship what you want and this person is here. Or um, as was the case with a friend of mine a number of years ago when she had a, a very strong Pluto-Venus uh, uh, contact that was going on by transit. Uh, she happened to be married at that time to um, someone who was fighting a terminal illness. And it was um, I'm sad to say a terminal illness that uh, her husband was not able to recover from, uh, but yet she gave of herself so much to him. She, I mean, she was very, very much um, invested in this marriage. And this was, this was heartbreaking, what was going on between um, her and her husband as, as he was uh, fighting this losing battle. Um, into her life uh, came someone that she fell in love with. 
that she had an affair with. It went against everything that she celebrated about her marriage, that she felt about herself, that she, you know, and we had long talks about this. And what what was going on here is that you know, on one hand, she was facing the debilitating illness of her spouse. And then on the other hand, there was someone who she could hold physically that was alive, that uh, who was healthy, who was holding her in place. And she was in this horrible situation with this. And, and she elected to keep it uh, uh, to herself. And, but, you know, as, as her husband you know, uh, came closer and closer to dying. She relied on her lover more and more. And then of course, when her husband passed, the the relationship with the lover um, broke off, you know, not because she felt guilty. If anything, she was very grateful uh, to him, but it's, but she didn't need that anymore. She was, she was going through something which she was really facing death head, head on and she needed someone alive, you know, someone alive and close to, to, to get her through that. Now, people obviously can question the morality of that or, or was she using someone or whatever, but we're talking about Pluto here. And, and it was a reaching out and it was a, it was a holding to uh, someone who was, was keeping her alive. She basically saw her lover as keeping her alive and strong for her husband who was passing. So, so not all situations that Venus becomes involved with, with Pluto, you know, are kind of like, oh, you know, affair or whatever. They can actually be very uh, life or death and very difficult and very, very dramatic. You may be facing uh, situations, work situations, or maybe you get an offer from, from another company, which is really great and wonderful. And you're like, oh, this would do so much for me financially, you know, and things like that. But then you may also feel a very strong responsibility uh, to the company that you're leaving behind. I mean, how can I do this? Or, or how can I close my doors or, or, or leave this business or whatever to go on to something different? I mean, won't I be leaving so many people in the lurch? What is my loyalty to them? What is my fidelity to them? You know, so so these Venus-Pluto conjunction issues are very real dilemmas. They're very real predicaments. It's a little bit more than taking out your purse and hitting Alexis over the head, you know, with it. Um, you know, that's it, Alexis. I've had it. But no, it, it's more than than that. That's 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 going on. It's 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 something that's very, very deep and it's very, very powerful. Finally, another uh, scenario that that you may be faced with. Because um, this is Venus that's that's in Capricorn and 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 conjoining Pluto, which is in Capricorn. Venus in Capricorn has a very hard time being Venusian. Okay, um, all the Earth signs are very I can take care of myself. Okay, but Venus rules Taurus, so it's like I can take care of myself, but I'll take care of you, and let's have fun doing that together. You know, I mean. Venus and Taurus, I mean, she's so relaxed or whatever in Taurus. Venus and Virgo, she's a little bit more, you know, I'm not going to be used or abused or taken or, or taken advantage of. Okay. That's a very Virgoan thing. And, and Venus showing up has that, that, that issue that's going on. But Venus in Capricorn is um, nobody's going to be there to take care of me. You know, I can't, I can't rely on anyone. You know, um, I've 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 done relationships, I've done marriages, I've done whatever, and in the end, people come up short, they disappoint, they let me down. Um, so I can't really rely on anyone here. So I have to rely on myself. 
And this can be a very trying or challenging situation because Venus then under the rays of Pluto brings up what has what has maybe been habitual in your nature, what, 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 you, what you identify with is your life response, okay? And whenever you have something like a conjunction with Pluto, it's very powerful, but it's the retrograde. Venus passed over Pluto, she retrogrades past Pluto, and then she passes forward over Pluto again. And Pluto's also in its last degrees of Capricorn. So this is gonna be very uh, significant, very, very um, powerful, this, this type of issue. And so if you are experiencing these Venus and Capricorn issues in your life of like, um, I can't depend on someone, I'm not going to let myself depend on someone, I'm not going to let myself rely on someone, then this is coming out very strongly during this period of this retrograde. And there's going to be a lot of stripping away of the outer skin with it. You know, at first it might begin with a conversation, but then it's going to get much more deeper and much more intense. And so what Venus and Pluto are doing here is that it's sort of stripping away the layers of defense. It's stripping away the things that have kept you from another person because with Venus and Capricorn it's unimaginable to be with someone else but the Pluto is demanding transformation and and Pluto is demanding transformation and the sloughing off of the old skin the retrograding over Pluto Pluto is a fated planet the retrograding over Pluto is saying the time has come to do this. So for those of you in which this might make some sort of sense you may find yourself, involved in, 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 in maybe about to commit to someone or committing to someone and really facing a lot of powerful guttural resistance to this, you know, like, like the more I say yes, the more my body's tugging in the opposite direction and saying no. Um, and, and, and the more I need to test, the more I need guarantees, the more I need assurances. Um, and, and so there's this kind of going in, in, in different directions that's going on here. And what I want to say when you're dealing with this type of Venus Plutonian energy, it isn't the answer, it's the process. All right, that's, that's what I hope you hear today. It isn't the answer, it's the process because the process itself, the descent, the stripping away, the peeling off, the process itself is the ordeal that triggers the transformation, which is why Pluto is the planet of ordeals and the transformations that arise from them. So Pluto is like the cocoon and the butterfly emerging from it. Now we all think, oh, that's lovely image, butterfly emerging from cocoon, but we don't know what went on inside that cocoon. You know, I mean, when we talk about an idea of rebirth, we don't know what went on, you know, what physically goes on inside a cocoon and, and, and whether wings are being pulled out of an old body and legs are extending in directions that may be very painful. We don't know what that's like. Okay, and so this kind of ordeal and transformation that arises from it, or this kind of rebirth, rebirths with Pluto are just as messy and just as painful as birth, birth, okay? So, so this is what's going on. And what you may be experiencing is this deconstructing, the deconstruction, or this fall, this, this, this unbuilding, um, leveling away of things that you 
relied on, you know, in, in, in terms of dealing with people, you know, if you're used to not being able to rely and depend on someone that doesn't go away because you meet Ms. or Mr. Right, you know, uh, that that's all there and it's going to fight to protect. So this process of Venus retrograding, uh, ha having conjoined the Pluto retrograding past and moving forward, this is the whole kind of unfolding of the heart that that I'm talking about. And, and maybe, maybe on the other end, um, you will be, you know, like, 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 like the butterfly emerging from the cocoon, you will be reborn, you will be like, this is, this is who I am. And, and this is who I want to be with. Because when you're talking about Venus, you're talking about who you want to be with. Okay. Or on the other side of it, maybe, um, this is why I ultimately have to pass on this and 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 say no. I mean, I I I just I don't know if I can do that. Okay, so 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 what I wanted to share here is a very powerful um, process that's going on dealing with the heart and dealing with relationship with Venus. Okay, um, so what you want to pay attention to is Venus turns retrograde on December seventeenth. Uh, she comes out of retrograde on January 29th, but that's not the end of it, okay? Venus comes out of retrograde on January 29th, but what we really want to pay attention to is when Venus um, conjoins Pluto uh, for the uh, for the third uh, and, and, and final time, and that will be on March 2nd, and that, that will tell you what the ending to the story will be. Your weekly horoscope is brought to you by Astrology Hub. If you'd like more extended personalized guidance from Christopher by sun sign and rising, make sure you subscribe to receive the free weekly horoscope delivered via email to your inbox each Sunday. Just go to astrologyhub.com horoscope and start receiving even more free personalized guidance today. That's astrologyhub.com horoscope. And if you love what we do and would like to support our work, please subscribe to the podcast, give us some stars, and if you feel inclined, leave us a review. It does so much to help us get quality astrology out to the world, and we're grateful for all the time that you take to do this. Thank you for listening in today, and as always, thank you for making astrology a part of your life.